What is consciousness? The live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mystery of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Yes, yes, yes. Hello and welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Uh, I am Michael Zinn and I am here to guide you through existing with me in this moment in my happy place. Um, those of you who have been here before know that this is my happy place. It's even the happy place of some of you guys. I see Ninja Kitty out there uh, who I want to actually give a little shout out to uh, Ninja Kitty. I think Ninja Kitty is one of the only people who I know who have probably been here every Thursday as much as I have. So I'm going to give out a shout to Ninja Kitty uh, and also Tim. Uh, I see uh, Ninja is saying hello to me and Tim uh, for being there all the time. And I actually typed Ninja Kitty today into AI, and this is what I got. So this is a little tribute to you, Ninja Kitty, for always being there. I was just thinking about you today and, like, how long I've been doing this and how you've always been there. So uh, that's Ninja Kitty. And that wasn't the first try, by the way. The first try was not as nice. It was this one. And I was like, no, I think I got to do that again. And uh, I tried until I got something that I really liked. So uh, that is for you. Thank you for always being here. Um, and uh, you know what? I was just listening to that intro. Shout out to Jesse Blaze. Thank you for recording that for me. He's he's back on the live stream in spirit, which is kind of cool. But I was like, does that sound preachy? Does it sound like I'm trying to like preach something to people? And you know, you guys know I talked about an incident where I had somebody who told me I was just, you know, preaching BS and, you know, all you got to do is be positive And what does that even mean? And uh, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Anyway, do you guys like that? I think it's great. Uh, I think it's a good intro and I can actually use my old intro as my outro now. And Ninja Kitty saying, thank you. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yes, that was fun. I was like, I was inspired to use you as a prompt for AI today, Ninja Kitty. Um, so I'm super excited because I am taking a little step outside of my comfort zone, um, which I've been talking about, you know, that's really the only place that you grow. And I think that my guest today is also taking a step outside of her comfort zone, which is really awesome because we get to have this amazing energy exchange. And I'm stepping out of my comfort zone in that um, I don't know really much about my guest. Uh, everything that I know about my guest is all intuited through my relationship with her mom. Um, and her mom was on the show a few weeks back. Leslie Slavin was, is somebody who I went to art school with and reconnected with on Facebook. And uh, is, it's really cool because now that I got to know her a little bit and a little bit more about her upbringing, I kind of understand the person that I experienced back when I was in college. I understand her a little more. I don't think I understood her then. And of course, I didn't understand myself really the same way I understand myself now back then either. So, you know, everything changes. But anyway, um, enough of my incoherent rambling. Um, my guest tonight is the daughter of Leslie Slavin, who, who's, I think I started intuiting this moment uh, when I heard her name, and her name is True. Uh, so I've been excited because you guys know how much I love play on words and playing with words. And I've been able to build today's episode as the true story where we get to hear the true story. And I'm really excited because I will be hearing it for the first time, getting to know who uh, true is um, and also the power of um, words and thoughts. Um, I think true from what I intuit is somebody who really is living up to her name she she is her name you know she she embodies her name and and i don't even think she fully understands it right now uh, either but she kind of does and i think that that's where she gets her energy from what's up fun mommy good to see you 
out there uh and ninja kitty thank you so much you are my happy place this is this is great you know this is uh, a great place to connect uh the collective and again it's this is cool because tonight it's i'm going out of my circle of friends and i'm welcoming to the show a very special guest and before i put it off any longer i'm gonna do it now uh welcome to the live stream of consciousness true how you doing true hi thank you so much for inviting me into your happy place to jump out of uh, our comfort zones thank yes you. how awesome is that isn't that cool that's what it's all about right that's what connection's all about thank you and, and what's cool is it's really it's not uncomfortable it's it's comfortable right it's like yeah. it's fun it's it's cool it's exciting you know it's all it's all good stuff um so um yeah your name is true which is super interesting do you do you have a last name do you or do you just go by true so fascinatingly enough my last name is true um it's different okay. than both my mother and my father i get my own little son some um, and cool. then my first name is baby because believe it or not when i was born i was indeed a baby um so i, I that, yeah. yeah originally i was uh just supposed to have one name like share you know just true wow. um but apparently in order to have a social security card you're going to need to fill out that first and last name slot right wow. and so my mom had been you know referring to me as her baby true when you know i was in her womb and stuff and so when i emerged and needed another another name she was like okay we'll put true as the last name and baby as the first name so yeah what an amazing start to the true story. I love it. Oh my God. Super excited. This is great. So, so whatever the circumstances and we may or may not discuss it, um, you know, you needed to have a name on the birth certificate and baby true is your actual given birth name. And I think, again, I don't know how I know how significant that is. And, um, getting emotional even saying it it's it's, it's amazing just through the energy uh that i remember from your mom and we reconnected in the en energy we rekindled um and knowing how passionate she is and again not really knowing the entire story you know i know that you know she's not currently with a partner so i know you know your dad's probably not in the picture you know i've made some some assumptions but again they're really not judgmental in any way and 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 the energy is so loving and powerful, you know, and that was something that you know, your mom talked about, you know, when she grew up, how surrounded by love she was. And I, I mentioned how that kind of explains the person I ex experienced. And I think she was a little probably overwhelmed in college, right, by all of the debauchery that was going on, probably relative to what she experienced. And, and I certainly probably was on like the stoner side of the people that she knew. So she was probably a little afraid of me. Uh, but, but, you know, it's cool that, you know, many years later, she sees me doing this show and she's like, wow, look, there's another side to that dude, you know, and and we reconnect and, and all of that stuff. So uh, it's good to see you, Hat Powser, out there, uh, always coming in and saying hello. And uh, yes, it is very cool uh, that you are here. So, OK, so before we get into your story, we do have to take care of some business. Uh, mm -hmm. This is the live stream of consciousness. After all, I don't know if any of my uh, audience is sick of talking about it. Probably not, because they're here again, aren't they? Um, and and we always talk about uh, consciousness and energy and some of the essences of being. Um, and the first question I always ask everybody, because the the answer is culminative, culminative, <laughs> and it continues to grow with all of these wonderful answers. Um, and that is, what is consciousness what does consciousness mean to you maybe true um well i love that you said that you know this answer is cumulative because i think like even just watching especially watching your podcast hearing the answers mine continues to expand um as does my consciousness so um but i definitely wanted to you know tap into my generation and ask some of my friends like what they think it is and see like how much on the same page we were and i think the consensus that we got to was that like you can have your physical consciousness right and right. you can go unconscious you can go into um you know a coma who knows what your subconscious is doing in that time right but mm -hmm. you have your physical conscious and then you have the collective conscious and that connects you to everything around 
you know, me now to you, to the trees, to, you know, the water I drink, all of us is a part of this, you know, universal collective. We're from the source and we're still connected to the source. And even like within academia, like they say, like, you know, we're made of star cells, you know, like genuinely, we really are like a part of this whole collective. And I think, you know, life journey, at least for me, is like tapping into that collective more and more and like expanding my consciousness through understanding how how big it really is, you know? And um, I feel like, and that even goes with like, I share, like I am a part of the same consciousness as like those who, you know, maybe I don't like them. Maybe I don't agree with what they've done, you know, but it's still like, that's why we have to meet everybody with compassion because we're all on this journey, no matter how different it is together, which right. I think is beautiful you know that's awesome that is beautiful and wonderfully put beautiful beautiful can i ask you a question because i don't think i even know the answer to this how old are you true i turned 21 in january so 21 years old yeah. amazingly wise for 21 awesome and do you, you prefer to be called true or baby or baby true I you know, I always say it's uh, my name is a gift my mother gave me, so I'm never going to turn any aspect of it down. I know some people call their partners baby, you know, so if people maybe don't want to call me that for that reason. I completely understand. Um, a lot of people just call me my full name, um, but true. whatever makes you comfortable, I respond. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And 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 how to, how to, how how awesome is the response to that? I'm imagining it can't be ever bad. <laughs> I've been so lucky because I know some people with unique names maybe go through like some bullying or trials and tribulations with that and a name like baby true like baby you know people could have been mean but you know i was never met with that ever you know which has been nice and i don't have a middle name either so it's i'm i'm looking for another baby true out there i wonder we'll connect one day that's amazing no i think that's certainly unique which is which is really kind of cool because you know i think that you know in this journey of consciousness especially as you get older you realize that you are unique and and everybody is unique right and that's and and that's a cool thing that's like a really cool thing that's like what you bring to this existence is is you right mm -hmm. so i think again that's that's the significance of i think what your name is and and the, the circumstances that brought that name to you to allow you to be who you are i mean again i i barely know you i met you with your mom just hanging on your mom's shoulder yeah. your mom when when we were just getting set to do our thing and i just knew i just knew there was something about you and your relationship with her um and, you know and some of the again especially after the episode with her and i learned some things about about her and i, I say her i mean leslie um um you know, we're just really amazing and beautiful. And, you know, again, I know there's, there is certainly some deeper purpose to your journey. Um, as you go, I'm sure you're finding it more and more. Um, you know, I can only imagine, you know, 21 years old is, is, is a good age to understand the magic of that, you know, and be able to appreciate that. So uh, I'm excited for you. Um, before we get into that, I, I guess you've already kind of laid the groundwork that I understand our beliefs are going to be very similar about um, spirituality, about uh, the existence of other dimensions, possibly, you know, people who have passed still having energetic uh, signatures, you know, that we can, we can communicate with or somehow sense right um so my question is do you have a story or a moment that you could share with us that when you first realized that when that first became evident to you yeah so i think like when i entered into this world you know with the fluorescent lighting and the doctors scrambling to do whatever you know um i have a personal belief that like kids especially like you know, young kids that they are very connected to where they were before. I do think that there was a, you know, a place they were before conception. And then I think that that connection stays pretty, pretty, you know, strong throughout the childhood. Of course, you know, we dim it down with the way we have society set up and stuff. Sure. But I think, um, you know, when I came into this world, my family, you know, greeted me with so much love and so much, you know, um, they allowed me to fully explore myself and my beliefs in a way that was natural to my childlike intuition. Mm -hmm. And so like, I always felt connected to what I'll say is my God, which is just like the source that I was kind of referring to, if that makes sense. Awesome. I know a lot of people have a different definition of that word. I love, I love um, the definition. 
Thank you. Um, but then, um, so like I always felt that and I still feel it now. And it is an ever like it's a journey, you know, connecting more with it, especially with, you know, the responsibilities of like life, you know, and like still trying to connect with that kind of more, I guess, spiritual, if that's the right word, um, aspect. Um, but then I do remember like the first time that I realized that this wasn't it. And that there was like a beyond this kind of life. Like I came from somewhere now I'm here and there's another step. Um, and I think <laughs> I was a young girl. I was probably like four or five. And my mother was participating in a dance show and I was watching one of her rehearsals and I had never seen it before. And there was a part of the show where um, all the women are like collapse. And um, so they were dancing and I'm enjoying myself. And then I see my mother collapse. And I remember I was so young. I had no concept of death. I don't think I'd been taught about death yet. I definitely hadn't seen it on TV or anything like that. Right. Um, and so I had a very visceral physical and mental reaction to seeing my mother like fall. I started wow. falling, crying. I ran to her. Everybody was like, oh, what's going on? Um, and then shortly after that, she was diagnosed with cancer. And that's when I first was kind of um, taught that like there's a mortality that, that it's possible to be either taken from this space or to leave this space. And I think that's definitely like something that I'm still, of course, you know, wondering, of course, I don't claim to know what happened, like the answers of after we leave this world. But, um, that was definitely the first time that I realized that there's another veil to be passed. That kind of makes sense. Wow. Wow. I true <laughs> baby true what what a brilliant moment like really that like i'm getting a little choked up um i have uh probably one of your friends out there feather mountain press saying true is wise beyond her years which is definitely what i sensed and why i have you on my show and uh grace grella thanks you for being here i thank you for being here uh love the golden aura of light behind true i was totally thinking that i was absolutely like wow look at that look at how angelic she's looking and how brilliantly you're speaking and and really just awesome i love that you shared that story thank you so much thank you that's wonderful and really make it makes so much sense i see that you have brought a ton of people here who are quietly sitting in the audience that's totally fine with me but feel free to interact uh, i can bring your comments up on screen and i do have oh my god where is it it's got to be close by um oh, i don't see it oh here it is uh i know they talk about you know hit subscribe ring the bell i have an actual bell here so if you subscribe to the youtube channel and tell me in the chat i will ring my bell for you uh <laughs> The one gimmick I have here on the live stream of consciousness recently, thanks to one of my viewers, Jill, uh, she bought that bell for me. So I figured I, I, would, use it. It. I would use it for the show. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome. That is just really a wonderful story. And, and I think uh, everybody here can tell how connected you are to the things that you're saying, you know, and how, and how important they are. Um, what also I think is very cool and part of this manifestation, <clears throat> excuse me, of your name. Let me just drink some of my water here. Is uh, is the fact that um, you know when we met and I said, hey, you know, what do you do? What I want to be in a, my show and all of this. Like I looked at your Instagram page and you're a beautiful, beautiful young woman uh, who is modeling um, and acting. And I think I have you as a uh, model, an actor, performer. So you're doing music as well, mm -hmm. um, and and a humanitarian. And and again, it was just the vibe of of what I what I knew about your mom, where I was like, I just I just need to know more about true i need to know the true story so so tell me more about the true story you told me an awesome awesome beginning to it uh how you got your name baby true which is wonderful um what happened next i mean you, you told me that you were surrounded by love and allowed to explore so what was what was that like i mean tell me about your experience up until up until now up until 21 okay um well to make a short story endless no i'm just kidding um i uh so I grew, I was born in California and I was definitely born of love. Like my parents, they love each other and they still do. And that I'm very grateful for. Um, but as you said, I did grow up in a single uh, family, a single parent household with my mother. Um, and so I was born in California and then we moved up to Oregon. I was raised around my mother, my aunt, my uncle um, in a very, very, um, in a small town kind of, I don't know if you know about Tillamook cheese, but where the cheese comes from in, no. in Oregon, um, I was raised in a small town on the coast there. And 
you know, it was a community, definitely maybe a little hippy dippy. I don't know, but it was a community that helped each other out that provided each other with food and love and music. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I grew up like with my bare feet in the grass dancing around like having a great yeah. time like that. And, um, then that's when my mother was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer and had to go mm -hmm. through that journey. And again, like I said, that community support, like that's the first time that I really saw what that looks like and how important right. I think that that is because they came together to help her raise me. Then they came together to help her go through that journey kind of, you know, alone. Like she had her sister, she had you know, my uncle and me, but, you know, she was my sole caregiver and that, you know, that's a lot of pressure on a woman. <laughs> um, and so after that, um, we were like, okay, like you did that. You survived. Thank you. We're great. Let's go move somewhere warm, like warmer. So we left <laughs> again and came over here to New Mexico. And we've been here about 13 years. Cool. Um, I've gone to like great schools, met great people. I was able to go to an amazing arts high school and like, uh, learn a bit about like my passions through that. Um, and you know, then graduated class of 2020. So I was one of those people who had that Zoom graduation, super awkward, super, you know, interesting, yeah. definitely, you know, glad that I got to, because in so many ways, you know, I am trained with so many other people in my age, like we all didn't get to graduate. So we all felt that together. And it was such a new thing. And it was like, when the world was so, like, I think most of us, weren't even thinking about not being able to graduate because so many people were being affected by this very spooky thing that was, you know, mm -hmm. COVID-19 thing, you know? And so change the um, world for sure. Yeah. Change the world. And, um, and so, yeah, life these past few years have been adjusting to that, you know, trying to be in university, trying to figure out that whole online schooling thing, trying to figure out, you know, how, how to work when times, you know, when things start to open up again and, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a cool journey. I'm, I'm grateful that I get to experience it with everyone here. Cause it's definitely like a unique moment in history, but you know, growing up, I was definitely taught, you know, we are lucky to be here and we're lucky to help other people that are here. And like when I had like birthday parties and stuff growing up, the whole community would come and like, instead of getting gifts, we would choose like a foundation or something and people would donate to it. And then we'd get to give like the load to them and like good things like that. That just, oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, like fun things like that. So I definitely grew up like thinking like, okay, helping people is definitely a main reason why I'm here. So like, how can we, how can we, you know, do that on a, on a grand scale? And so that's kind of where, where I'm at right now, I guess. But yeah. That's a great, that's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. And again, it's, it's a real good testament to, um, to your mom and, and even to your mom's mom, to, you know, the love that your mom received growing up and the, and the journey that she shared with us. And, and I, I feel bad because I'm sure that a lot of that stuff is a little private to her because she didn't talk about a lot of that stuff, but I, I really appreciate you sharing that. And, and it is, I think it's important to, for, for my audience to see because everybody's got a story, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's really what my show is about and, and what my fascination with connecting with everybody is about is that, you know, I think I haven't heard a story that isn't inspiring to me. You know, I mean, it, when someone actually sits and tells you their story, you know what I mean? It's like not many people will. So I, I got to say, I really appreciate that um, very much. Um, and, and again, it was just kind of this intuition that said, you have something to say um and 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 maybe it was the idea even of i didn't know how old you were you know maybe it was the idea of of the things that i like to talk about finding out how a 21 year old felt about that and and i love the idea of what you said like you were almost like oh here's an opportunity to see how my friends what they think about it or do they even think about it you know what i mean um yeah, so many things are going through my my mind baby true um especially i love your memories of growing up the, that you were running barefoot through your neighborhood and, and, and like, that's, you know, and you're like, Oh, maybe it was a little hippy dippy. It certainly was. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and again, it's a testament to, to the current times, like how we do need to, to be community and have community values in this time of social media, which I've said it before on this show. I love the fact that this show is a platform for what it is because we're on social media and social media is such a battleground and such a weapon to divide people. Right. And, and I'm just like on this crusade to connect people. Right. So, so it's like, you know, I'm fighting on their own platform and, and I love, I love this. I, I just feel so drawn to this mission um, and, and having these conversations and, and sharing people's stories. Um, so, 
um, you know, again, I don't, I, I, I want to be very respectful of you and privacy and, and your story. I mean, um, but I'm also very curious of, of, you know, uh, growing up, I love what you said about your parents, you know, they still love each other and, and you, you know, you didn't even skip a beat. And so that's very evident, you know what I mean? And I think, I think when someone understands a certain level of love, you know, they can speak about it from that place. I feel like that's where it's coming from, you know, from you. Um, like what's, what significant moments in your life can you remember or do you want to talk about to tell me that led you to want to perform? I mean, again, I'm, I'm assuming all of the good things I've already heard, just love in general, just being surrounded with so much love is, is, is it, you know what I mean? That's the basic ingredient, but I mean, I want to hear from your perspective, what you feel like shaped you and, and made you so excited. I was, I'm so happy when people are nervous to be on the show. All it is, is me and you on a zoom call talking, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all that it really is. And, and sharing this moment with our friends out there and everybody who's interested. And, and if they're interested, that's awesome. Cause we just want to share that energy right of love and 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 connection so so sorry i, I asked your question and then i started to blabber so no i love it i love it um because it's so true um so to yeah reiterate your question if i heard it right like i guess like kind of how i got into performing and how my life shaped that yeah what, what do you feel were the significant events of your life that brought you to who you are made the decisions that you are i mean you know i mean i'm imagining you have a great love for your father, you know, who, you know, again, isn't in the picture necessarily where you're growing up, but obviously was in your pic in the picture, right. Uh, of your life and showed you love and you loved him. You were able to reciprocate that love, which I think is just as important as receiving that love. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's really super important and super cool, you know, that you've, you've maintained that. Thank you. Yeah. I definitely think it's interesting because there was definitely a moment growing up where I realized like, oh, being a black girl with an absent father, that's a thing. There is something there. That's a common trope. Because, um, you know, it was kind of like almost expected at a certain point. You know, people were not at all surprised that my father wasn't around. And that always I thought was interesting. And I think that there is still more we can all look at about, you know, these kinds of things. But I do think like, um, yeah, my, my father was in a position where he couldn't be, you know, the kind of father and the kind of partner that my mother maybe needed and that I needed, you know, right. and thank goodness that I'm, I'm so blessed to have a mother who is strong, who is so strong and so incredible and so willing um, to do everything in her power to be the mother that she wants to be and to, for her child to have the kind of life that I was able to have. Um, so and so, you know, growing up, I definitely think you know, I was, I'm really grateful that I was able to, any resentments that I maybe built or had because of the fact that I had an absent father mm -hmm. was always an open conversation and like was never something that, you know, I needed to feel shame about. And that I think is the first step in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I think that that's really important. And then, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the importance of like, like you were saying, we all have these different stories. And so I'm able to connect with so many people that have a similar story to me. And I'm also able to receive and share the different stories as well with people, which I think is cool. And that's a big reason why I love performing so much is because that's your job. You're getting to be up there and help share a story, be a part of a story. And like, in training and like catharsis with people and like feel, feel what other people um, have felt or at least your version of that, which I think is super fun. And like cool. when I started modeling, cause that was a different thing. I was definitely one of, cause kind of going back to my name thing. I don't know, we have never met in person, but I'm about six feet tall. I used to be almost 300 pounds, black woman, like named baby. No one was giving me trouble because I was a baby. <laughs> um, and so like the following thing I was, you know, of course the stigma about like, is this a vapid thing? The idea, you know, some cultures believe like a photograph takes a piece of your soul. Like mm -hmm. there's definitely like a lot of interesting, like just levels to that. And so I've definitely been exploring like, what is that to me? What does it mean to be captured um, in time through photography, um, let alone trying to promote like a, an emotion in that, in that moment, even if you're not feeling it, it's rather interesting. So I think like my personal story has allowed me to tap into many different things when I'm doing my art, if that kind of makes sense. 
absolutely makes sense a million percent to me i'm a photographer and you know the fact that you even consider what you're doing art you know to me says a lot you know what i mean um and what you're saying about it says a lot it's really important um and and there are definitely a lot of stereotypes around photography especially photography of women you know what i mean um, and and that's difficult because that just happens to be one of the things I like to photograph. Um, but but it's more, you know, I think it's funny because I went to art school with your mom. And I, I think I re an important memory for me is sitting around in our, I think it was our sculpture class, right? We're all sitting on the floor and we were told to uh, think about what our favorite object is. I think we were even told to bring it in. So uh, what was described to us, what was think about your favorite object and bring it in. And they, were, they, they gave examples like a bottle, a shell, uh, a flower. You know, it was like, it was kind of like these tangible things, right? And my answer was the human body. And it wasn't male or female. It was just like the artistic uh expression of like david you know what i mean like of a, of a sculpture uh or of a human body that was you know a fit human body you know what i mean um was to me that was an object that i related to um and it was just interesting years and years later when i started to become a photographer and and that became kind of one of the things i like to shoot because i was like oh wow and and it was both male and female you know um and it was just you know, I guess that's kind of just like, you know, what's inside you is inside you. You know what I mean? The things that that you resonate with, you know, you resonate with on whatever different levels. And I see Tim just showed up. Hola, Tim. Uh, Ninja Kitty, True, Janice, and everyone. He's uh, welcome. Welcome, Tim. Uh, Tim is one of my, my regular listeners who I always love. Uh, we love Tim. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it. So what's your favorite thing to do uh, modeling performing i mean what 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 what's your you know you know so kind of stepping outside of the you know quarantine box a little bit now especially more this year it seems like work is starting to pick up more and i live in new mexico which is you know the film industry here is expanding quickly mm -hmm. people call it tamalywood um which i love so much tamalywood i never heard that that's great yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, Netflix moved their studios here and, um, you know, so people have, you know, not concerning the strike that's going on right now, but people have, you know, started to work a little bit more, you know, yep, these past, yep, yep. I would say the past, like maybe nine months. Yep, yep. Um, and so I've been, you know, kind of dipping my feet into that because I am trained in theater, but I did want to check out what's going on in film and I've had cool. so much fun. I'm like, I'm always surprised how alive I feel after a day of like getting to come together with a bunch of awesome people and like create towards a common goal. I'm always like, oh my gosh, this does fuel me every single time consistently, which is a really fun feeling. I'm really grateful that I've known kind of that that did fuel me since a young age. So right. that has been like super fun. And so I've you know, all aspects of this kind of stuff. I love, I've been able to do like production assistant this year on some, mm -hmm. on some like music videos. And I've been able to do, um, you know, some modeling work on some Netflix shows and stuff like that. And so I've definitely been, you know, seeing what's around. And, and as I continue to do that, I think just being in artistic community whatever that means, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Cause wow. I, I love it all genuinely, you know, I started doing kind of the techie stuff and then I hopped on stage and mm -hmm. so I genuinely like, I love it all. And I want to be as well-rounded as I can be within this. I want to understand all that, all the sides of it because they're all interesting to me. Um, right. Yeah. So I know that's not a very specific answer, but it's an honest. No, answer. well, you know what? It's funny because I'm this. I'm not. I mean, I guess I am interviewing you, quote unquote. This is an interview, right? <laughs> but I feel like I'm not interviewing you for a job. But like, if I was, like, you're perfect. I mean, you're like that's like I, I have no doubt that you will be successful because I, I'm in that too. You know what I mean? And and I know exactly what you're talking about. And the fact that you even mentioned and said that um, you look at it like working with a bunch of people who are trying to create a common goal. I mean, that is such, that's so, such an important perspective that, you know, you immediately recognize the people that are there that don't have that perspective, right? They don't really usually fit that way. And unfortunately, sometimes they're there. You know what I mean? There are those people who, you know, who have different goals and different reasons for being there. You know what I mean? But 
but it doesn't that doesn't matter right what matters is you and how you look at it and what you have you know you're you're the kind of person i love to talk about the fact that it's like you go into a situation thinking what can i bring to the table here not what what am i going to go home with you know what i mean because you know that just because you're bringing something to the table you're going to go home with something and it's going to be that satisfaction that you're talking about you know absolutely you know and 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 that's great i mean i'm super happy for you and i i have no doubt that you'll be successful i wish you lived closer i would definitely do some shooting with you uh maybe one day we'll get to shoot together maybe one day, right? I, you know what i do know some people in new mexico um that are working out there um i can we can certainly talk about that after the show i'll hook you up with some some names people who are just uh you know an, an ex-girlfriend of mine janine maloney is a uh, a makeup artist and she's working all industry stuff and since she moved out there she's done nothing but been happy and growing in the in the field and you know and that's great because that might be something too like you experience and you're like oh i like doing special effects you know like yeah i actually just got to do my first gig as a makeup artist and it was so fun to paint on awesome. someone else's face who knew <laughs> that's awesome yeah no that's really that's really awesome and uh, I'm no, super that. building community that's what it's all about uh, yeah yeah so so we didn't talk about um what else did you say you did music we didn't talk about music what 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 are you doing with music? Uh, okay, so music is not something I was ever trained in, but just mm -hmm. like most people on this planet, it's something I've always loved, of course. Um, and so I think it was my senior year of high school, uh, me and some friends got together and, and made a little band, uh, The Nighttime What Ifs, if anyone wants to check us out. The Nighttime uh, What Ifs? Yeah, The Nighttime What Ifs. It's uh, the name of, it comes from the end of a, a Shell Silverstein poem where it says like the nighttime what ifs. Oh, um, that. That's so fun because especially when you're with your friends listening to music, the nighttime what ifs they tend to hit. You know, what if we went to McDonald's right now? What if we kissed? What if we like left this town? That kind of fun stuff. That's so cool. I love that. So wait, that could be found on Google if I Google that. I could find. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Remnants of that album music. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and we were actually nominated for the best pop album of uh, New Mexico. Um, last year and so yeah that has wow. been yeah that was super fun but um i think it was just another way to kind of create with people and definitely like music you know when you have access to people that can play guitar or play the drums like it is so fun to play around with that you know yeah, yeah. and this, this winter i actually had the opportunity to go to key west as a backup singer wow um, Thing. It was a festival called the Meeting of the Minds, which is like where all the like Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett fans hang out in Key West for a week. Wow. Um, community that you know is is different than the community I'm surrounded you know with daily, and that and such a welcoming community too. And so that was like my first time you know getting kind of paid to get to go somewhere else and sing and hang out, and that was super fun. And so awesome. I think music is definitely something that I want to continue to, of course, listen to and make um, forever. <laughs> cool. So, so you're a backup singer mostly, or? Oh uh, yeah, I was a backup singer this winter, but then I'm the lead singer and songwriter um, for the Nighttime What Ifs, along with my friend Cara McGee Russell, who's so awesome. Nice. Um, she's our bass player, and she uh, sings with me. Shout out! Wow, awesome. Wow. So that's your so that's your current project as well. Um, you know, yeah, music is definitely something. As I'm like getting more and more out into the community of like people who are also trying to do things my age um, out in like the city and stuff. I'm connecting with a lot of like really talented like music producers and people who are like, I'm really loving their sound and they're so down yeah. to collaborate and see what's going on. So I'll send you something if I get something out. Yeah, awesome. I would love to hear it. You know what? That's a, and that's actually a good, a good turn for our conversation. Um, so, you know, you're 21 years old. You know what I mean? And that is, uh, to me, uh, relatively young and, and you've got so much ahead of you. Um, and, and, and I think that that's also your perspective, which is really an important part of being successful at it. So that's good. <laughs> um, and, um, and you just said some things about your peers. So, so I'm curious as to your thoughts of your peers, because I see, I, and I'm, I, I try not to make my show about it, like much negative stuff, but I certainly see um, a contingency of youth, um, you know, that doesn't seem to really have interests. You know what I mean? Like when I see, when I see young kids and people who are just looking at their phones and scrolling and scrolling, and I'm like, 
doesn't that inspire you to make some content? Like, well, you're just looking at content. Like, wouldn't you like, cause that's what I do, right? I can make content and do videos and this, this right here, this is content. Um, like, you know, so do you find, I'm stripping over my words. Do you find that people your age are more inspired or less inspired? I think the people my age, in my personal opinion, are at a really interesting point in history. Cause like the age of like going to the library and looking through the thing to find the book about the thing. So you could write your essay on the thing, but then the book's checked out and like that is gone. Like you can Google and find out anything you want to know within seconds. Right. And so there's so much, you know, knowledge that comes with that, which is awesome. And like you were saying, you know, there's definitely like a battleground on social media, but it's also a place where people are able to come together in huge numbers and find community. And like, so it's, it's an interesting place to be. Um, but I definitely think that like the kids my age, they have, they're aware of what's going on in the world more than people ever really were back in the day. Like mm -hmm. I can look up right now, the current politics of the furthest country away from me and get some kind of an answer that would, un that would help me understand. And I think a lot of kids my age are understanding that we're in the second recession of our lifetime. The world, you know, we're trying our best with our individual consumption, but the world is 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 not as healthy as it deserves to be for what it can do, how it takes care of us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are war after war after war getting started, and and the people that you know we've had to look at as running our that I live in America, you know, running our country. You know, we are we are very confused about where we fit in into this place because we know we don't just want to join society because it's falling apart and we don't we don't like that. Right. We also know that as individuals, the concept of being the ones to change society, what do we know? You know what I mean? And so it's definitely like I think so many people my age are trying to figure out where do I fit in? How can I make, you know, substantial change? And is this worth it? Because at the end of the day, like you said, we are on our phones, doom scrolling, as some people call it, you know, seeing information that is mind bogglingly like the closest thing we have to evil. We're seeing that and it's being normalized every single day. Right, right, right. And then the food we're eating is absolute poison. So then that's not really helping our, our psyche or our physical body. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then we're told we need to, you know, be locked up for a little bit to protect the world and not see, you know, our friends in the formative parts of our years. You know, we're definitely having to kind of rebuild the way things are set up in a way. I don't sure, know sure, right. sure. So, so, okay. So this is great. I love this because you're representative of that. And, and I love the fact that you're able to represent that. And, and so articulately, um, do you feel a sense of accountability? Like, I know you said, um, you know, is it worth it? Is it even going to be worth it? You know, I mean, like, is it, a, I mean, I'm imagining there is a sense of um, hopelessness, you know what I mean? Uh, which yeah. I certainly understand, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm certainly older than you and, and I've not seen the world in, in this state. I do believe that this is a very uh, significant moment in, in humankind. Um, and, and I guess that kind of leads to the next question to kind of steer the ship a little bit away from that is, yeah. is, you know, your spirit is obviously very, very positive. You were surrounded by love growing up. You have a, a tremendous amount of love to give. Um, it's evident. And, and, um, I, I'm, again, it's like, I'm super excited for the, the things that you're going to find to, to put that energy into, you know, um, just as, as baby true, um, which is amazing. But how do you, how do you do that? You know, in such a in such a world that you just described, because you're obviously aware that, you know, the, the state of the world is is not so great. <laughs> Without I think, getting too verbose about it. No, I hear you because it's it's good to be able to talk about these truths with a smile on our face because, you know, mm -hmm. we need to address them. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think, you know, I don't have a concrete answer. If anyone knows what to do, put it in the chat because I am up <laughs> Imagine that. Put it in the chat. If you know what to do, put it in the chat. Imagine that we solve all of the world's problems in Perfect. this right here tonight. That would be amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, like you were saying, like it really is 
the expansion of our consciousness. Like as more of us get to a place where we just are, are fed up with the concept of, or not the concept, the reality of what is happening. You know, more people than ever, I'm pretty sure, are being diagnosed with depression. And also more people than ever are deciding they don't want to have children. They don't want to continue, um, you know, bringing people into this world for great reason, you know, for almost responsible reason. Um, but I do think like I want to take advantage of you know, me and my friends, you know, we want to take advantage of where we're at, you know, like our age, because it is hard. Sometimes at 21, we do feel like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have any of my stuff together. And I'm 21. Like, I'm an adult. Like, I need to get this together right now. But it's also like we need to ground ourselves and remind ourselves, like, we are lucky to be, you know, healthy at this age if we are and and, and move from there. You know, I don't I really don't know. Yet. That, that, listen, that's great. A great answer. And, and again, a great a great perspective and a great attitude to have. Um, so I guess personally you, um, I mean, I'm imagining you have some sort of connection to metaphysical beliefs, right? Um, or do you? I would say, yeah, like, of course, um, it's difficult. I've never met someone that says that they don't, if I'm being completely honest. Mm -hmm. fully even even my atheist friends once right. we get to chatting right you know they hit a few notes that i'm like ooh. Uh, you know yeah you i think as a human you've got to think of some of these things you know it's just it's just natural hat powser saying the late dr wayne dyer i just interesting you say that because i just recently one of my friends made a comment about i am which happened to be one of my favorite meditations when i first learned about meditating um, and so I sent that as a, as a comment, but every time I asked Deepak Chopra, uh, what he suggested to solve something, the answer was always the same, meditate, uh, <laughs> which is great. I, I, you know, and I do believe, I do believe, and, and I guess that's part of being spiritual, right? Is believing that we're a collective. So you've got to believe that everybody's got a part of that in them, even if they haven't become aware of it, that it is a part of them. Right. Um, so you're just making me think this is very interesting. Do you have any thoughts about or any even knowledge? Do you talk about um, 3D versus 5D, three-dimensional versus five-dimensional? Like how we're in the kind of third dimension right now? Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think like the way that I personally have kind of internalized it is almost biblical in a sense. I kind of think like the fifth dimension is the closest way that I've maybe seen it written out was when the Bible describes um, the garden of Eden and how like the garden of Eden is fully being one with and aware of the universe in its entirety. Mm -hmm. And that is the fifth dimension. Like that's kind of where we're trying to get right. And that meditating, I see you like that is definitely. And I think like, you know, when I dream, I think that that's me kind of, I'm able to go to maybe like different dimensions or, you know, even meet up with people. I've, I've talked to my friends and we've like tried to meet up and, cool. you know, it could just be, you know, goofing around. But I do think like dreams connect us to other dimensions subconsciously in a sense. And then I think like when you meditate, people are able to consciously connect to these other dimensions, which just expands their consciousness. And I, and I, yeah, I definitely think that's awesome. I believe that too. Yeah, absolutely. So do you meditate? Do you play around? I would. I want to like. Have you heard of uh, Papashna? Mm, no, not specifically. I don't think it's like a a ten day. I dare say retreat. Um, mm -hmm. You're not allowed to talk or interact like with mm -hmm. other people verbally. Mm -hmm. um, heard, yeah. And you just meditate for like ten mm -hmm. hours a day. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that's something that I want to do within the next. You wow. know, because I definitely think like that is something I want to explore and I might not have the personal tools to, you know, know how you know, I can do it of course alone as a ritual, which I think is beautiful, but right. I would love to get to practice in, in a way that is, you know, honed in like that. That's awesome. And I've certainly heard of, of that. And I've known people who have experienced that. Um, I don't, I, I would love to know what your thoughts are. What is the draw to that? What do you think? What do you think the, the personal, gain would be out of not speaking like um do you, I, I mean i just i just i i just never understood it from my perspective like ooh, that's mm -hmm. what i want to do i never felt like that so i'm curious as to why you feel like that's something you want to do that's interesting well that's interesting that the thing that like kind of popped out to you is the no speaking because that to me is very like um 
there's so many ways to communicate without speaking. And I'm not talking body language. You know, right. I think we could probably tap into something, sure. you know, right now you and I maybe. Sure. Um, and so I would be curious to explore on that, but also just, okay. I think being in, in and a part of a community where, you know, you don't need to, where you are recognized and you are honored even, um, but where you're not, um, you know, spoken to. Right. And like where conversation isn't something that you're having to flood your brain with thinking about. Cause like there are some social anxieties and stuff that come up when we are having conversations, especially with strangers. Sure. So like how beautiful to be in a space together where you're being held in that space together right. and not having to flood your brain with those ideas. And then like physically to be able to sit still for 10 hours. Cause I remember, like I said, when I, when I, when I was close to 300 pounds, like sitting in crisscross applesauce for me was painful. It was very uncomfortable. Wow. And it hurt. And so now I would love to like, not push my body, but see what it feels like to try and be still and be grounded in that way. Cause that's something I definitely haven't done probably since I was in the womb. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, no. And now it makes sense. And that, that totally makes sense. Um, and uh, Leslie Ann Slavin's out there saying, when we sit still for 100 hours in 10 days, the plants start to glow, which uh, I, I definitely can understand that. And, and um, there are certainly aspects of, um, shamanism and kind of these retreats and, and going to live with the monks that do intrigue me you know what i mean and and i do feel like oh i feel like i could certainly be fulfilled um in certain ways that other things just wouldn't fulfill me and you know um so so i definitely get that and then and i and i do get what you're saying and that's that's really i think um I don't know if honorable is the right word, but admirable uh, to, to, to see a 20 year old, 21 year old woman who like, that's what you want to experience. And, and just the whole reasoning before behind it and, and the commitment that it would take um, is just really amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And Tim is saying, Oh, to be that young again, uh, but then I would have the wisdom that I've, I've gained. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, although since I've been with Sonia in Tehran, I feel uh, born as young as ever. Again, Tim's Tim's story is so amazing. And Tim, I hope everything is great with Taryn. Uh, Tim uh, went through such an adverse life with different medical conditions and relationships with uh, psychotic people and things like that. And, and has finally just come to a place where he met the love of his life. He just had a, a baby. Uh, oh, congratulations. And, and he's just, he's just in such an amazing place and he glows. It's just, I love, I love being able to see that in people. There's something, I mean, I don't have any sort of, uh, I don't practice talking to spirits or things like that, but there are certain things spiritual about me that I love. And they're just simple things, uh, uh, into it, intuiting people like, like I did with you, you know, just being able to just be like, that person is awesome. I want to talk to them, you know, and I just, uh, so I'm, I'm definitely enjoying this, uh, conversation. Uh, just checking in the chat see if we got anything new happening. Um, so, okay. So baby true is out there. I also, I mean, I don't know if I, I necessarily want to talk about it, but this is interesting too. Um, Janine, uh, the person I want to interest, introduce you to out in New Mexico also went through, uh, the bariatric surgery. Um, she was like, you know, 300 pounds or something at once, one point in her life and, you know, went through this change and, uh, you know, I think that might be something you guys can relate to each other on, you know, and, and, and it's probably a, a, a journey that you don't get to share with many people, you know, or a part of a journey um, that you can talk about. I can't even imagine that, but that was something that um, I really admired about her before I even knew her, um, you know, um, and that was kind of, I was like, I really want to meet this person, you know, and, and it was just, it was very cool. Um, so there's this determination. So it's amazing talking to you. Uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. I want to give you the floor for a little bit. If there's anything specific that you want to talk about or bring to the table or your thoughts on consciousness. I mean, I could certainly continue talking to you about um, your age and, and, and the different things that people think. Um, Cause I am curious about that, but um, you tell me what do, what do you got on your mind? What did you what did you hope to experience, and and how are you feeling right now? I feel like so good. I mean, you kind of took you said it best. Like, at a, you're of course you're nervous to do anything new, but nervous and excited are you know go hand in hand, right? So mm -hmm. I was so excited to come onto the show and. And then immediately just getting to chat with you, I was like, okay, it's just a fun little conversation. Uh, yeah, that was super fun. And um, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me on and for uh, 
listening to me and for you know chatting with me about this stuff because it's definitely some fun some fun topics you bring up thank awesome. you what do you what do you have going in the future i didn't oh you know what i didn't get to put up your instagram let me see what's your instagram baby true right b underscore true 12 b underscore true 12 i'm just gonna put that in a banner here so talk to me while i do that um okay so coming up uh, so one of my best friends in the whole world from growing up on the Oregon coast, um, another amazing all things are attached to each other at uh, all times kind of a moment. She just drove down um, from Oregon on a little solo woman road trip, totally killed it. Um, and she's here now. We're about to head out in a few days and do a little road trip. Um, like you were saying, you know, I, we are on our phones a lot and we are being influenced by what we are seeing on our phones a lot. So I'm so excited to go on this little road trip and, you know, put the phones down for a bit, connect with nature again, go on some hikes with one of my best friends. Um, and then we're going uh, through, you know, Utah, Nevada, California, awesome. up to Oregon. And then I'm going to get to work as a camp counselor this summer uh, at the camp that I actually grew up going to as a child. So I'm super excited um, to get to connect with kids and see like how that works, how the kids even younger than me are thinking, because let me tell you, they are thinking, they are thinking. So I am awesome. very excited. So, so you think the kids younger, even younger than, than you are, are thinking? Because, the, yeah, the truth is, is I had probably about like 11 solid years without technology. And especially like coming from, like I said, a hippie dippy community, you know, maybe like even more than that. But I had a good amount of time that, you know, technology was not in the schools or anything like that. It was still pen and paper. These right. kids nowadays, they don't have that. They came into the world and iPads were in their classrooms. They were in their like, you know, in the doctor's waiting room when they came out, you know. So it's definitely like um, they've been connected on these things since the get. And so I'm excited to see how that's affected what they're thinking. So, they, so they you, think, you think that besides the doom scrolling, you think there are good aspects to that? You know, nothing's neither good nor bad. Just thinking okay. makes it so right. But I definitely think I that, that. That's great. there are some, um, you know, kids are able to see a lot of different perspectives. So they're, you know, they're not just listening to what their parents are feeding them. They're able to kind of see a lot of different perspectives and decide what works best for them, which I think also has the negative aspects of they're, they're hearing a lot of things and acting on a lot of things that they might not even be able to fully understand what it is that they're digesting. Right. So, yeah, I definitely think Oof, we shall see how this affects all of us. <laughs> You've got a fan out there, Jaden Chavez. Love you, baby, Drew. Uh, and how Pat Powser, dang, quoting Hamlet, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made a, a new fan out there. Uh, definitely here at the live stream of Consciousness. We definitely love baby, Drew. Um, super, super happy to, to, to be able to share this moment with you. And you brought up so many things that I want to talk about. Maybe we'll have you back again uh, just, to, just to hit on some of those things. Um, do you have any like words of wisdom you want to share with, uh, with my audience before we, uh, call it a night? Um, you know, stay true to yourself, keep practicing the things that you love. And, you know, in a lot of ways, life is like a fart. If you have to push too hard, it's probably shit. So, you know, just, you know, <laughs> calm down and, and stay grounded. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. True. I love, I love again, the power of your name and your being and how it matches your energy so perfectly. Um, and, and Hat Pouser, these star children are something else. You are a star child, according to Hat Pouser out there, which I think is a compliment. So awesome. 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 Uh, I'm going to put you backstage. I'm going to sign off, hang out, don't go anywhere. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on the show. Thank you so much for being here. I think you made some new friends and you made some people smile. So thank you. Thank you so I'll much. Thank you to everyone who watched. Have a lovely evening. <sighs> Here we go, right? That that exhale that I always get to do at the end of this. <sighs> Feels so amazing. I'm so blessed to have the presence of just such amazing people. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for being here um, and being able to do this. And I'm going to figure out how to even make it better. Um, you guys, I really appreciate you being here. Ninja Kitty, I was really thinking about you today. So I'm glad I got to do that little tribute to you. Um, if you guys can think about any any ways to make the show better, don't be afraid to reach out and tell me. Um, share the crap out of this if you can. Um, look up Baby True uh, on her Instagram, which is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. 
I believe next week, if I'm not mistaken, let me just take a quick look. Yes, it's Acid for Squares. Oh, I'm super excited. So next week, um, you guys might remember I've I had have had both of these people on my show before, but now they are married, and they have a company together. Uh, I have Cody Snyder and Tanya Dahl, who is now Tanya Snyder, uh, or maybe she's Tanya Dahl. I don't know if she took his last name. Uh, Coming on the show, they've started a media company. I uh, did their website. I am super excited to talk to them. They're both amazing, uh, have had amazing experiences with ayahuasca and plant medicine and healing their whole family. Um, so that's what's coming up next week. Uh, am I streaming on ma on multiple platforms? Um, I do. I am on Facebook as well, yes. And I do believe my YouTube channel is linked to Rumble. I haven't checked it lately. Um, I don't really hear a lot from Rumble, but... If you could help me out with that hat, DM me uh, and, and we can talk about that stuff. I would love to just bring this message to more people. And I think I mentioned I'm going to be using my old intro as my outro. Thank you for being here this week, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.